0: Hello, welcome to Skull RPG Podcast. My name is Dwight Skull. My name is Jacob Skull. And today we're going to teach you how to tell, tell your, your story. story. So Jacob, you and I were talking about um, a couple of video games that we've been playing and then also kind of adding in different kind of Elevate media. game type
1: things to it, yeah.
0: Exactly. And one of the things you talked about was the ghost house uh, from Vampire the, the Masquerade. Bloodlines. Bloodlines. the video game. So oh, that hotel. Why don't you explain your concept of all of that
1: mixed together? Okay, so it's spoilers for like the first like hour and a half of Vampire the Masquerade, but it's also a game that was made in two thousand two. So if you that's on you, <laughs> yeah. So in Vampire the Masquerades, you're you can choose to be one of the vampire clans, and one of the things that you're supposed to grab is a set of keys or something from. A old abandoned hotel. And as you start to go in there, it has the standard creepy haunted house vibe. But then you have stuff that is like, you have like a chandelier that tries to drop on you. You have an elevator drop on you. You have boilers try to kill you. You have picture frames just getting flung at you. You're not sure why. And then as you keep going through, you have... Like, going up on the staircase the first time, you fall through into the basement, then you have, like, a girl in white screaming and running down a hallway, and then she's gone. It's very much a haunted house. It's very much a haunted house with ghosts. And then as you keep going through, you start to uncover newspapers of there was this. Ho- there was, There was, like they found a severed head in the uh, w- w- in the wash and in the laundry room, and you start to uncover slowly through that there's been a murder here, and the ghost is the murder is the murderer and the victims.
0: Now to be honest, that whole thing was like reeking of The Shining, yeah, uh-huh. because it it's was. like the the father goes nuts. There's even a bartender, a ghostly bartender. I mean, the whole thing literally reeks of The Shining, but it's okay. Again, remember what we've said in previous episodes. It's co- totally cool to steal yeah. ideas from people, and apparently, you could steal a very base concept like *The Shining*, shove it in a video game, and not get sued over
1: it. Yeah, so. as long as you change enough of it. Yeah. So now, how? So now you take that same concept, but with the elevator game, and to keep it with cyberpunk. You have an AI. And if you didn't see the elevator game, it's a couple back now. Mm -hmm. Basically,
0: it's an internet thing from South Korea where you have instructions on how to push buttons in an elevator. And eventually, if it works right, quote unquote, you'll be taken to another dimension. Mm -hmm. And then good luck getting back. There's instructions apparently for that. But anyway,
1: go ahead. So an AI has integrated itself into the houses mainframe or wherever it's at so we're in a futuristic society at this point so everything is connected to the internet so as you have uh basically a lead of you need to get in into that place to recover an old object for your next mission or you start off with a mystery of people keep disappearing in this house can you go take a look at it Right, you could have teenagers going missing because
0: it's kind of a dare. I yep. dare you to go in the house and then people just never come back and out. And as your
1: players go in, you have the house, kind of like an old childish horror movie called Monster House, comes to life and starts attacking them, starts hitting them physically, emotionally psychically and then eventually it tries to actually hijack into their brain because the whole entire concept of this house is it wants to keep you here right so now you have a quasi horror aspect of this house is keeping you trapped so how do you get out of the house now so it's the kind of the second part of the elevator game of your instructions to get out you have to find out on your own right and so
0: how would one how would one get out of this house? Like here's what's, what's an idea for how, one would leave the
1: house. One of the things you could do is you could try to, it's an AI. It might be able to be reasoned with. It's also, if you're able to sever the connection to certain portions of the house, you could have the door view functional on its own. You could have it be, there's an actual like book you find on, on somebody Inside that, on the remains of somebody inside the house where it's the urban legends of how you get out of the house is you have to do these intricate things to kind of like a bargaining chip for the AI AI to allow you out. There's many ways you can do that. You could
0: have like books from kids that have found ways to get certain doors open, but they don't know what else to do with it. Mm -hmm. So like, oh, I figured out how to open up the bathroom door or I figured out how to keep it closed from the AI or this is the only room in the house where I can't be spied on if you do the following things. But again, if you find one of those, it doesn't help you. But if you could find five or six of those, you might be able to piece together a strategy to then hide yourself and get out. Yep.
1: You might not also go into this knowing that and it's kind of to the players of knowing how the house is integrated, how the AI is integrated on how it works. You might be able to find just enough to do a weird EMP in a localized area, which it might just be enough to get the front, that front door open.
0: Yeah, I like like the concept, like they have no idea that this house is, they just hear it's haunted and they go in and.
1: And also the fun thing is, so if they don't go down the intricate way of letting the AI let them go out where they're at, if the house sucks them into an alternate reality, when they go open that door another way, are they, they where they want to be? Assuming the house has the ability to do that.
0: And that would be up to you. You could just argue it's just as a quick, um, kind of like it was in Vampire the Masquerade. It's a, it's a slight detour that's good for a one game session one off Mm -hmm. just to give your players something to do and let them know that the world is not as cool as they thought it might have been. Like, or maybe it's cooler. I don't know how your players are. Um, or you could do something a little bit more dramatic with it where, you know, there's a, a, a more, Nefarious purpose behind the house, mm-hmm. and maybe the house is taking instead of there's being a bunch of dead bodies, there might be a couple, but in reality, what the house is really trying to do is subdue people and then carry them to a different dimensional, yeah, for slavery or something else. who knows for what yeah, right, and so it's up to you like do you want to go explore that or do you want to just be like, no, the house is like this weird AI thing and soon as you can shut down or, or hide through enough of it, you can actually get out. And then maybe when you're on the outside, you decide to do something about destroying uh, good chunks of the house from the outside because it can't defend itself as much mm-hmm. just so that no one else gets trapped there. Anyway, there's so many different concepts and ideas on this. Um, if you've listened in the last, like, f- this would be the fourth episode on it, I think. This would be the fourth episode on it. If you listen to the last three episodes, if you haven't, you can get a really good concept of different things you can do just by reading the story online, adapting it and twisting it to your own methods, and then throwing in whatever you want. And to be honest, I'll be, most of the stuff that we've talked about, either we came up with in like minutes and we've been ad-libbing for the last, <laughs> literally as we talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and to a certain degree, that's really where you want to get to in your own gaming is to be able to take a concept ad lib on it and then literally ad lib on it while your players are in the room with you so that all of you are telling a similar story and if they want to do something that you've never thought of which they will ask yourself one question is this going to break my game and if the answer is no run with it if the answer is maybe kind of ask a couple questions or or turn it to so the fact that it won't if the answer is yes definitely then go ahead and shut it down. But in reality, most of the time, most of the stuff they want to come up with won't break your game. And in a lot of ways, I like the funness of I had a story, but apparently we're going to tell something totally different tonight. And my intro led in a direction I'd never even thought of, but I can make it work. I can pour over my, my evil characters and my big bad plot line and be okay. Definitely. And if that's what you can do, then that's what you should do, because it's a much more fun way to go. So anyway, hopefully the last four episodes have been really helpful to just taking one small little concept and shifting it in a different bunch of different ways that you could actually play all of them with your same players. And the chances are they wouldn't even know that it's the exact same root concept that's in directing all of these things. Mm -hmm. Well, see you tomorrow.
1: Hey, thanks for listening. And for more resources, please go to SkullRPG.com.